they are concerns about your state of mind. Okay. Love is patient. Love is kind. Wait a minute. Have you heard some of the stories on this show before? So I was a mistress. I had a fling with another man. And then I got an infection and he's going to pass it on to his wife. Oh yes, love can also be scandalous. Love can be stupid. And sometimes love just isn't enough. But it's necessary. So let's talk about it. Love, sex, or anything on your mind. I only call him ugly because everyone told me that he was, but for me, he was the best looking guy in the world. This is the podcast that knows no boundaries. Share stories and maybe pick up some great advice. From all around the world, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. And here he is, the ear to all your problems, the Philippine genius, DJ Mo Twister. It is a Sunday night, 11th of August. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode number 57, brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. My name is Mo, and it's nice to have you guys here. My phone number, if you want to call us, is plus one, two, three, four, two, three, one, sixty-six hundred. You can get me on Instagram and Twitter as well, at DJ Mo Twister. Facebook page is GTWM Podcast. You can send me a message right over there on Messenger. Talk about your love, life, sex, anything you want to throw out at me. But tonight, usually that's what we do, but tonight, I was thinking of having a, uh, I don't know if it's because it's Sunday, the Sabbath day, not that I'm religious, but I was thinking of doing calls that have nothing to do with sex. I feel like we've been overly sexual this season, and that's not a bad thing, but Every 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 episode's got some like funky sex call, and I was you know maybe there's people out there like hey I want to listen to a show that's not so goddamn raunchy. Okay, this could be it, and we'll see. Let's see what the feedback is. Maybe you guys will like it. Maybe you won't. So uh, I've lined up calls today that still do with relationships. Maybe some of it is work or whatever. We'll see, but nothing overtly sexual. Nothing too crazy. Um, hopefully nothing sexual at all, just to see what that feels like, what that sounds like. I'm assuming not everybody is into talking about sex all the fucking time. So it is a uh, Monday morning in the Philippines right now. You guys are on holiday, so I hope you're able to catch up on a lot of these episodes. If you guys, I got a new, um, I got a new, uh, what do you call this, donator today on the podcast, and I want to thank you for that. I usually don't thank you guys by name because, I don't know, I always feel like people who donate to anything, don't want to be uh, identified too much. But this person's name is Pia. Thanks, Pia, for the donation. You can donate as well, as low as uh, 99 cents per month here on the show. 99 cents, that's it. I would appreciate it if all of you guys did that. That would be so amazing. It might even give me enough to, like, quit my job or something like that because then this could be my full-time thing. If all, you know, X amount of, let's say, a couple thousand of you would do it (laughs) maybe then i could be able to quit my job but 
Definitely, I certainly appreciate the donations. If you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash GTWM podcast. Again, that's anchor.fm slash GTWM podcast. 99 cents. All you got to do. I'd appreciate it very much. Uh, let's take our first call as we knock some of this stuff out. We'll go to Rachel, who's 31. She's in Manila, and she is lined up first. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for being on the show. What's up? Next call. Hi, Mo. Thank you. So you're All a right. little sick, I can hear. But thanks for mm-hmm. taking the time to hang out with us here on the show. What's going on? What's, what's the deal? Of course, anytime. All right, so here's a story. So I've been dating this guy for almost three years now. Three years. So as... Yeah, uh-huh. so it's the usual story. The first one year is always epic. It's always good. It's always on the cloud night. Yeah. And then after that year, so I caught him, got a little flirty text with someone. So that's when the things got a little rough. And then you got he, a flirty text from another guy? Um, no, he, he. And I caught him. I, okay, you caught him. Okay, gotcha. Right. And I also have all of that screenshots and all that. Good. Yeah, and so we um, make it out. So obviously we work it out, and then we're still together. And then this coming September, we book a flight for his birthday. So that will be for Japan. Yeah. And that will be for a five-day trip. And then she decided that for the first three days, we would follow the same itinerary. And then for the last two days, we would just travel on our own. And I was like, her, why would you want to go solo on the trip that we booked together? Uh-oh. And, right. So, she, um, he was saying that I'm just being my artist. Like, I don't like the idea, but he wanted to do it. He wanted to travel alone because you want to try it. Because any of you were just going to see each other at night. Or let's say when we're back in our hotel room or in place we're going to stay. Wait, wait, wait. I, and, this is the first time I've heard something like this. And I don't know if mm-hmm. this is a thing that people do. You and your boyfriend were, were, did you guys go to, you went to Japan already, right? It's, it's finished now? I'm sorry? Pumunta na kayo, you already did it. No, 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 we're about to go. Okay, so so hold on. Is this, is this a thing? You, a couple will go on a vacation together as a couple, book it together, all of that shit, spend five nights together, and then he wants three days, you guys are on your own? Two days. So two we're going to follow three days itinerary the same. Yeah, we're going to travel together. And in the last two days, we, he wanted to do it on his own. But, 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 but the two, wait, wait is it, does he come back to the hotel at night or he stays in his own hotel? Um, no, we're going to go ahead and go back to the same place. Okay, so you so have this the one day. one explore Japan on its own. Gotcha. And this will be in an upcoming trip for Japan in this September. So next month. Okay, wow. This is the first time I've heard yeah. bullshit like this. Okay, anyway, it, it might not be that bad of an idea. It's just fucking crazy. But anyway, go ahead, continue. Yeah, so obviously I did not like the idea because what the hell? Yeah. Why did you book this with me then? Did I'm you with just you. have to book a separate travel? Yep. And then, right, so that started a fight and... Um, so obviously, because we're living in together, so he wanted me to be, he wanted me to go out of the house and just go back to my parents' house. And right now, I'm battling between staying in this relationship and going back home. Because a little backstory as well, we had a lot of fight after that cheating incident. And the first half of this year was actually the most brutal because I have to undergone 
two surgeries because I had two miscarriages. Oh no, sorry. So I was like, is this all of the signs are telling me to leave? I don't know. Uh, does he have a track record of traveling alone? Is this something that he does no. a lot? No? Okay. No, no, this is actually the first time. And yes, you're right, Mo. This is the first time that I've heard this kind of Yeah, I've never heard well. of it. It's fucking stupid. Now, I've heard people traveling on their own. I haven't heard, hey, we'll travel together and then I'm going to leave your ass. Because, why? yeah, that's really <laughs> weird. Is he into, like, photography? Is he into stuff like that where he might need to be away and he, he thinks you might not enjoy? Because, you know, there was a time where I'd like to take pictures of landscape and all that. And if I brought a girlfriend with me, she'd be miserable because I'm standing there waiting for clouds or waiting for the sun to be here. You know, it'll, it's not fun, but it's not sold in the, in the way that he sold it to you. That's why Medro, right. no more weird than that. I mean, I, I feel weird about it. Okay, so, yeah, is he, does he, um, does he like photography or any of that shit? Not that much. He likes taking pictures, but not in, in that kind of level. Yeah, not like serious mega lenses, tripod, all that shit, right? No. Right. No, no, no. Okay. Huh. So, okay, let's get back to this flirty text thing really, really quickly. When was mm-hmm. this? What was it? I, I just wanted to see if this is related to this Japan trip or not. No, it's not related. Um, actually, the girl right now is already married and pregnant. So this was some so time that's ago. over. Yeah, some time ago. It's exactly one year ago from today. So okay. I know it's um, it's, they're okay. already so, yeah. It's not relevant not anymore. Talking anymore. And mm-hmm. what what was the messages about? Like what what did they say? Just for like how bad? Damn, did it's get? all flirty, man. Like what? Like, like sexual? I, shit I like your pictures. Yes, stuff like that. But I know that they did not meet up. So um, okay. it was just like about liking the pictures that a girl posted when she traveled in Coron because she's wearing two piece suit and, you know, the sexy figures is all showing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he's complimenting the girl. That's it. So, okay. of course, it's flirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she messaged him back? Yes, but not in a way that um, he, that she would flirt back. But right. obviously, from the message that she likes it. Of course. There is a possibility right. that it could go somewhere. Okay. All right. Huh. So this is the only issue then here, really, that we're working with right now. It's the uh, it's the fucking trip. Right. Like, should should I go? Should I just let it pass? Anyway, it's his birthday. I, I, I don't like how he told you to move out of the house, though. Oh. Like, that's not a good move. It's another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sure, you guys are arguing, but... To, about this trip, but to say, you know, leave, and then you actually did leave. That's kind of... Um, I'm actually still in the house because it's not at home. I'm sorry, work? I'm sorry, what? Oh, you're still at the house. I'm still in the house, okay. yes. Right. So I'm right now I'm thinking, should I pack? Should I go? Or what, what? When did this uh, argument happen? Um, that was just two days ago. Two days ago. Okay, so it's fresh. Huh. Mm. Um... If you it say no, if, for me, Mo. if you say no to the Japan trip setup, what is he mm-hmm. gonna do? Like if you say no, fuck um, that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go with you all five days. You can go suck an ass. Like fuck that. I'm not doing that shit. Well, 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 what's gonna happen? You think? Um, during the fight, he said that he would just buy my ticket so that I wouldn't come. But until now, I haven't received any money. So wait, 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 wait. What, 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 what? He said what? 
um, the ticket, my ticket. So for me not to come to Japan, he would just give me the money. The amount of money that I purchased. So it's a take it or leave it thing. He's like, I'm going to go to Japan for five days. Right. Two days I'm going to be on my own. If you don't allow me to be on my own for two days, I'll reimburse you the money. You're not going at all to Japan. Yes, but I actually initiated first because I was hurt. So I told him that you could just go on. I respect your decision. You can just go on that five-day trip without me, and I'm just going to stay here. It's okay. It's not a problem. And then, of course, you retaliate. Okay, then what we should do is since we've been doing this fight and fight and fight all over again, why don't you just leave the house? Because anyway, I'm going to go ahead to Japan, and I'm just going to give you the money. So you're not gonna travel with me. How old is this dude? Something like that. You're, you're thirty-one. Uh, so you're what are you? Thirty-one. How old is this? Thirty-one. Guy? He's turning thirty next month. Oh. And hmm. um, remember, Mo, you had that call with a girl that um she mentioned that she's negative because I remember that you um you you have this analogy that if I told you that you look great in black and you look fat and red, you would only remember that you look fat and red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, right. there are I certain am. personalities that stick to the negative instead of actually looking at the entire picture or even the positive things that have been said. Those are just, you know, innately negative people. What's what's the point? Yes, because I am actually like that in that relationship. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that so, can get really tiring and hard, but still, I don't think it's related to this whole Japan thing. Uh, unless you made a bigger okay. deal out of it than it should have been, because it got negative. Uh, hold on, I'm still trying to think here, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Right. I mean, and it, he it, doesn't have any friend in Japan. So initially, it comes off as bullshit, right? Initially, it's like fuck <laughs> that. That is the stupidest fucking idea I've ever heard. And then, as I let it marinate in my head. Is there something I can understand about going on a trip? Okay, it would be really bad if it were he stayed in another hotel. That would be really mm-hmm. bad. I would do this. I would listen to him, and I want to find mm-hmm. out what he wants to achieve on his own mm-hmm. without you and why he wants to do it. Because I want to go, where do you want to go back? By yourself. And if he says, well, I want to go to Mount Fuji or whatever the fuck. Well, I want to go to Mount Fuji too. You understand? Like, I would want, I want to know what he's planning to do by himself and why that has to be done by himself and why I can't experience it with Mm. him as well. I'd like to know that. Okay. And I would decide depending on his answer. If he's like, I want to spend the entire day watching sumo fights. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> it's fucking boring. Then I get it. But I don't understand why he specifically wants two days on his own and not say why, what he's going to do, and why he thinks you wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. if, if he says something pretty profound, like, well, I want to see sumo fights... Or I want to watch the Japanese club dolphins in the water as they do. Or was it dolphins? What are the Japanese? Is it dolphins that <laughs> they kill? Or they do some stupid fucking bullshit over there. But if it's like, hey, I want to go see them club dolphins, I'm be like, fuck yeah, you go. I'm not, I'm not doing that <laughs> shit. 
But I would I would also negotiate that it'd be one day and not two because two days is still, you know, that's forty yeah. percent of the trip, and that's stupid. We're not going to Japan, so forty percent of the time you can go do shit on your own. Then go on your own. Mm-hmm. One day, which is twenty percent of the fucking trip, then fine, maybe. But it depends on what you want to do and whether I don't want to do that. That's how okay. I would address it. In terms of breaking right. up with him for over this, I, I, I'm glad that you told me you're a negative person sometimes, not all the time, and that you kind of <laughs> jumped I'm the sorry. gun here a little bit because then I don't want you to break up or threaten to break up when you really don't want to do that. And that's just that part of you that is acting up. So I'm glad that you've admitted that. It's really good because some people, the, the negative people, they tend to not want to admit they're negative. So that's, I'm glad that you did. So I don't want you to jump to conclusions or jump these, make these crazy decisions based on that part of your personality. I want you to okay. break up with him if you feel like this relationship is going nowhere and that these ideas of his are not really in line with your core values. So let's get this. Talk to him. Ask him what he wants to do. See if you have any, any interest in that. No way in hell are you allowing two days, one day at most. Okay. Um, and if the two things, let's say he goes, on, on Tuesday I want to do this, and on Wednesday I want to do that, and it's something interesting for you, tell him I want to go. Oh, I want to do that too. And if he says no, then we have a bigger problem. Because right. I really need to know why I can't experience it with you. He better come up with an amazing answer. Because outside of that, it's pretty selfish and fucking dumb. That's true. So we have to meet halfway. Not even just meet halfway. You have to get an amazing response mm-hmm. to why you're not allowed to go. It has to be, it has to make sense. Because right now, this shit doesn't make sense to me. As it doesn't make um, sense to you. Right. Because his initial answer is because he doesn't want the thought of him like sunod ang sunod. And well, that's said, what, okay, uh, but what's the activity, the though? You see, I, I understand that answer. And again, that's my photography uh, example earlier, okay. or sumo wrestling, or clubbing dolphins. I right. wouldn't want you to go there because I think you're going to be unhappy, and I don't want to always think about your happiness while I'm doing something that I uniquely love to do, which is watch okay. dolphins get killed. You know, there is, there is common sense to his statement. I just need to know what the activity was. Actually, we don't have any itinerary. Well, then, yet. yeah, then, yeah, he's better. He has to come up with one. Okay. You have to tell me, but don't don't give him, don't tell him what we talked about. Just say, what about good? Of course. Yeah. What about plan? What about plans? Mo. Right. Na, na ayokong gawin, di ba? You, you, you have to find out what it is. Yeah. And I was actually thinking maybe because he wanted to post a single um, positivity. Like, oh, you want to tell the world that you are alone, that we are not together and it don't exist? You do it for the gram? No, that's, yeah, the, that's okay. That's the negative of you. See, that's the, that's the part we're talking about, the jumping to conclusion <laughs> part of your personality. Don't do that. Because, no, oh, that, that's, not, that's not necessarily true. In fact, I oh think that's unlikely. Uh, on Facebook, bud, does it show that you guys are in a relationship together? On his Instagram feed, are there photos of the both of you as a couple? Or there's none of that? Last year, but not this year. Why not? Because of the fight. And he said that he's pissed of me. So every time that we were on a fight, he would 
delete the photos or when I confront him about it, he said that it was a change to a privacy setting that the yeah. photo would only be seen. Okay. By right. him only. Uh, That's what he said. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that behavior. I'm not sure if that's related to the Japan trip, but I don't like that behavior. No. Okay. But I was just thinking maybe because the, um, the two-day trip, he wanted to take pictures with him alone so he can post a single. Yeah, but it's, it's possible. It's, it, wait, it, wait, well, no, it's possible considering how he's behaving with his social media feed. That's why I asked. It's mm-hmm. possible that he wants to go on a two-day Instagram thing. Mm-mm. And... Now your idea is maybe not as crazy as I thought it was in the beginning because the social media behavior, which is very important in a relationship, the social the, sho- the social media behavior is a little fishy for me. Hmm. Right. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's. And I see him every day, um, but I don't think that he's with someone or he's dating someone because on his off days, it's just a little play. Yeah, but I, I don't like the social media behavior. That's kind of fishy. That is true. You know, that know. is true. Okay, well, he, listen, let's remove the social media part out of it right now. Let's just work on this. Find out what the itinerary is. Find out why he thinks you wouldn't enjoy it. And then hell no to two days. That's too much, that's too much a percentage of the entire trip. Uh, at best, at best, meaning the most... Meaning, you might not even give any days for him on his own. But the most, if it has to be, is one day. All right? Okay. All right, love. Hang in there. Get well soon. Enjoy your trip. All right. Let Thank you, Mo. Let me know if you need anything. All right. More Thanks, power. Rachel. You too, love. Have Thank a good you. one. Bye-bye. What a weird scenario. What do, you, what, do you, what do you guys think he's fucking trying to pull off? Is this some eat, eat pray, love bullshit? Where he, like, needs to find himself in Japan? Is that what that is? You think that the, his Instagram, Facebook behavior is related to the need? Is the way she brought it up? I thought she was just being paranoid, but then when she told me, like, "Oh no, they don't," he doesn't post about anything, and then he deletes pictures of her, and then look, he's a little fucked in the head. Is he? I don't know. This is a good one. This is a good one. I, I could use your help on. What do you guys think? Take a break. When we come back, we get more of the show. You listen to Good Times with all the podcast season six. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. I have a product that I want to tell you about. So in the past year, when I listen to music and podcasts, I usually use those wireless earbuds. You know, the ones you put in each ear, they're wireless. Now, the sound of those things aren't very good, but the bigger problem I have is that my ears start to hurt, usually after like 30 minutes. And I'm not sure if you go through this as well, but the inside of my ear feels like they have a sore in them. And I know that these headphones, they come with these tips to kind of find a custom size for you. But even if I've used all of them, I still get a lot of pain inside my ear after about half an hour. So I came across this product. It's called the Sharp ANSS1. What you do is you put it around your neck. And what it does is it creates this personal sound zone. It's really cool. And you can connect it via wireless Bluetooth to your smartphone or your TV. It only weighs 88 grams and it provides 
14 hours of playing time. So if you want to listen to the TV late at night and you don't want to create a lot of noise, but you want big sound while you're watching, you just put this around your neck. It's super comfortable and it's very, very cool. You can also walk outside and listen to music and it's really comfortable. In addition, you can take a call or ask a question to your AI assistant wirelessly, all hands-free. So this is the Sharp ANSS1. Check it out. It's going to save your life. Trust me. Hey, Good Timers. I want to tell you about Shopback. Shopback is all about earning money while shopping, booking, and ordering online. You use Shopback before you shop, and then you can get cash back from stores like Shopee, Lazada, Zalora, Sephora, Food Panda, Booking.com, Airbnb, uh, Traveloka, so many more. And on top of the cashback, you can also get other deals, exclusive voucher codes, and discounts within the platform. Now, Shopback is available on desktop, mobile app, Chrome extension, and you can find it in countries like Singapore, Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, Taiwan, Australia, and of course, our very own Philippines. So what's cashback? Well, cashback is real cash, real money, your money that you get every time you make a purchase through Shopback. And you can withdraw this via bank transfer, Gcash, or PayPal. And remember, these are not points. This is hard-earned money for people who shop smart just like you. So how does it work? Well, when you make a purchase at one of the merchant stores, let's say Airbnb, and for example, there's an offer there that says 6% cash back. It means that we will reward you with 6% of whatever you purchase on that store. So this cashback will be credited to your Shopback account, and it can be then paid or withdrawn to your bank account as and when you choose. So do this. Sign up on shopback.ph slash motwister, because if you put shopback.ph slash motwister, you get 100 bucks. Signing bonus, right? And that will get you on your way. Remember, you're going to buy this stuff anyway. You're going to go shopping. You might as well go shopping through Shopback so you can get some of your money back to you. That's how you do it smart. Chopper and I go crazy about this stuff. So check out Shopback now. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Back on the podcast, you're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode number 57. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. I am at that point where I tell you guys about Shopback. Shopback is about saving money when you guys go shopping online because so many people now shop online. It really is so much more convenient. You don't have to you know, deal with the hassles of finding parking or traffic to get to the mall or just any other crazy shit. Ordering online is so much fun, so much more convenient, and it gets even better because now you can get your money back every time you shop through Shopback. That's right, because it's cashback. And that's real cash, and you get it every time you make a purchase through Shopback. Now, Shopback is an app. You can go ahead and download it on your app store. You can also use their website, shopback.ph. And when you make a purchase at one of the merchant stores, let's say Lazada, for example, you can see an offer there that says 10% cashback, 15% cashback, 20% cashback. It means that you will be rewarded that percentage, that 10%, 15%, or whatever you spend at that merchant store. That percentage comes back to you, and it's credited on your Shopback account. And you can have that withdrawn anytime you want, whenever you choose all that cash back to you. So again, open the Shopback app, click on the merchant, 
shop through the merchant, check out from that merchant, and you can see how much cash back you've earned. You can get 100 bucks by going to shopback.ph slash Moltwister. Sign up. You get 100 bucks bonus. Might as well do it. It's free money. Why not? Right? And that goes all to you. So thank you very much, Shopback. It's the smarter way to shop. Let's go to our next call a little bit later. By the way, before you get to our next call, a little bit later on the uh, on this episode, I was reached out to by a writer. His name is, I think it's Enrique or, or John or something. I'll, I'll, I'll confirm that in a little bit. And he wanted to talk about his book. Now, he's Filipino, and the book... Gosh, what is it called? I'll get, I'll get you all that information right after the break. It's something about how to attract attractive women if you're not attractive or something. Like, besides, if you're ugly, how are you going to get hot chicks if you're ugly? Now, I know that sounds a little PUAE, little, uh, you know, how to score chicks and here's how to build your game and all of that, which I, of course, historically loathe. But let's, uh, let's give them a shot. Let's see. It's a book. And if it makes sense, well, maybe we can promote it. Who knows? That happens a little bit later on this episode. So let's go to our second caller and uh, talk to Mary Grace. Mary Grace is 29 years old. She is in Niagara Falls, Canada, and she is lined up here. Next call. Hey, Mary Grace. Thanks for being here. Now, now you, you're from Niagara Falls, and we've had a couple of calls from Niagara Falls, Canada. Is there a big mm-hmm. Filipino community there or... Do you know the girl oh, yeah. who called Niagara Falls last time? Nope, I did not know her. Oh, okay. Hello, small, hello, small community. But okay, <laughs> so great. Well, you're back. You're in Canada. Well, not you're back. Sorry, Niagara Falls is back. You're the first time you're on the show here. What's going mm-hmm. on, dear? How can I help you? I don't know where to start. So, anyways, because um, uh, well, me and my boyfriend fiance are planning to move. Closer to Toronto area. Yeah. But the thing is... Oh, it's about um, an hour and a half? You th- yeah, an hour and a half, yeah. Okay. Like um, well, it's it's actually outside Toronto, but it's still considered as GTA area, whatever. Okay. Um, so the problem is I don't want to leave my parents here because they don't have kids. Um, uh-huh. I'm the only child, so yeah, it's the only problem. So what's the question? I don't know how to tell them. Because, <laughs> okay, let me give you a backstory. So me and my boyfriend, we've been together for 11 years now. Yep. Well, no, not 11 years, sorry. Since 2007. Okay, so 12 years. 12 years, yeah. yeah. Wow, since um, you were 17? Oof, okay. Yeah. So, All right. So we, had, we have two kids. So we had our first child when I was 17. And then like break up coming, and then we got back together again after two years. And then when this number now was the second child go. And then after that, I moved to Toronto to go to school. Yeah. And then I was about 22, 23. Then and then he would always just check up on me how I'm doing. Pero my girlfriend pa didn't show that time. Yep. So after I graduated, I went back to Niagara to my parents, 2015. So I told them. So we were just, we were still talking, pero hindi kami okay. And then 2015, ng Pilipinas, I went back home, and then I met with, with my ex-boyfriend, and then naging kami again together. Yep. Yep. And then my boyfriend didn't like it, so he begged na bumalik. So sabi ko, okay, babalik ka dito. But 
you want me back, but you have to move to Niagara. So, fast forward, andito na siya five years ago, whatever. And then now, yung, yung sister in loko at saka yung boyfriend niya, they want to buy a house, you know, in, around the GTA area, but you know, the houses are so expensive. That's right. My friend so, of mine just bought a house there. It's so expensive. Yeah. So now, they want us to go with them for to live with them for at least five years. So, I'll, you know, sabi ng boyfriend ko, oh yeah, it's a good idea. Why not? We should try it. And then, you know, they're planning lang naman about five years and then separate again. You know, I like the idea. It's just that I don't know how to bring it up to my parents. Cause Do they need you physically? Are they super old? And No, no. My mom is about 48 years old. 48? Yeah, she had me young too. <laughs> okay, well, circle of life, right? <laughs> yeah, right. If that's the case, then I think you you can sell it to them as a five year plan. And my God, she's forty eight. That means she's she's closer to my age than I am closer to you. So she's super young. I think I. It's funny because I thought this call was going to be my parents are in a wheelchair. They're eighty five years old. Oh no. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> No, in that case, because yeah. I would have told you, hey, you have an obligation to your parents. And that's how I feel, okay? And I know yes. that's not a very Western mindset. Canadians maybe uh, yeah. feel the same way as the Americans do, that when you're an adult, you're an adult, you take care of your life, you take care of your family, your immediate yes. family, meaning your children, your wife. But I come mm-hmm. from the, you take care of your parents, I'm okay with you guys sending money to your families back home to the Philippines, all of that shit that we do. I'm very supportive of that. I think it's what makes us great as a culture. And if other cultures don't understand it and they think it's weird, well, go fuck off. We like it this way. Mm -hmm. I like it this way. So I was going to tell you no. (laughs) But if your mom is 48 years old, and even if you're an only child and and you're moving an hour and a half by car away, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I just think you should tell them, hey, we're thinking of moving to the GTA, which I think means greater Toronto area, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and it's only going to be for a few years. We just want to try what it's like to live near the city and all of that. And don't worry, I'm not going away forever, blah, 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 blah. And they should be fine with that. They're super young. My God, they're so young. Uh, yeah. yeah, don't think you're doing a disservice to your family or to them, even if you're an only child. So that's how I, I feel know, about but, it. Yeah, but because they love my kids so much, it's not going to be the same because, you know, they... Ah, well, there's that. There's there's an issue there. If they're very close to your children and your children are close to them, yeah, then that's a problem. Now, what's good, though, is that because you guys are so close, you can try to sell a visiting plan to them once a month, you'll come home so the kids can hang out with them and you can hang out with them. That's not that much of a, that's not that big of a sacrifice on your end to go home once a month, maybe even two times a month because it's not that far. So I would entertain those thoughts. If you really, really want to move, you should tell them, okay, every, you know, every payday we'll head over home and we'll spend the weekend at home. As, as Filipinos, you know that we do this on Sundays yeah. back home, right? Filipinas, this yeah. Sunday is go back to your family, your parents' house's day. You can do yeah. this every other weekend, and it's not that taxing for you guys. That's one way to sell it. 
It's easier said than done. Of course it's easier. Of course it's easier said than done. But there has to be compromises. There has to be deals and negotiation. Now, like honestly, I don't mind. I don't mind living here. It's just that you know, yun lang parang na kaipsight lang siya, cause you're in the city. Yeah, you know, of course, dude. Here. Toronto's fucking beautiful. I know. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Like I'm just torn. Like I, I, I get excited just thinking about it, but after that, I'm just like, oh, I don't okay, know. do so, do me this. Have you moving to be Toronto the likely destination? That's the likely choice you're going to make. Almost even confirm it. Write it in pencil, but not in pen. And w- your only problem is how to sell it to your parents. Yes. Okay. Yes. Have that mindset because it, it almost says, I'm going no matter what, but I also want to come home as often as possible so we can still be, you know, hold on to a little of what we have right now. Uh, that's the mentality to go about it. It, it. So it doesn't come off as you're leaving them. It doesn't come off as you're moving away. It just means, hey, we're going to go to the city, but we'll be here every other weekend. So ito yung weekend home ko, yun yung weekday home ko. That's the way I would go about it. But how do you work? I mean, you're going to quit or do you work remotely anyway? No, I'm going to be... Well, right now, I'm actually looking for a job closer to that area now. Are you a nurse? <laughs> no. no, I'm not. Okay. Right. I'm a dental hygienist, so... Okay, so, yeah, so you should be fine, though, getting a job there. Right? Yeah, but I don't know. What, I, don't, I honestly don't know. You don't I'm know what? Scared. You mean you don't know if you're going to get a job? No, no. I don't know how to tell them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> I know I'm. I have. Yeah, I don't, They're I don't so have. young, Mary. They're so young. Your parents are so fucking young. They might even embrace it. This is. I'll tell you right now. If, when I'm 48 and my kids want to move out, well, I'm, it's not going to be that because they'll they'll only be seven years old or whatever. They'll be like <laughs> 10. But if my kids said that, I would feel bad. But I also, if I if we can negotiate how often I will see them and it'll be semi regularly. I'm going to be okay because I'm young. But when I'm older, if I'm in my 60s and 70s, I want to be next to you. I am not going to die in this planet, on this planet without my children next to me. That is a goal for me. So there's no fucking moving to GTA. I will move my ass with you. If you want to go to GTA, I'm going to GTA. But if I'm 48 I'm, and it's going to be a five-year minimum, then... I, I feel like they're going to be okay with that. You just have to butter them up. You just have to. Are, are your kids super attached to them? Oh, yeah. Trust me. Yeah. So, they're like the second mom and dad. Okay. Like, then, then then just think. Because my parents, they live like five minutes away from us. So if they want to go visit, they just go there. Yeah. And if we move, it's not going to be the same. And... You know, I'm worried about my stepdad. My stepdad, I'm so like, I don't know. I just don't want to hurt him. I just don't want to disappoint them again. And I don't want to hurt them. And I feel like leaving is going to hurt them a lot. Talk to them. You never know. And then if they get hurt, start with, we're moving to Toronto. If they feel like, if you see like they're getting hurt, then you incorporate. But we'll visit every one, one weekend a month. And if they go, they that's not enough. We'll miss you. We'll miss the kids. Okay, how about this? Let's make it two weeks at weekends a month. We will be here at home Friday night, 
and we leave Sunday mm-hmm. night every other weekend. Dude, that's a lot. Well, I, I, my, I, don't, my... I don't see them saying no to that. If you leave at 5 p.m. T- um, from Toronto, you'll be home by 9 p.m. If yeah. On really bad traffic days, you'll be home by 8 p.m. on other days. And 8 p.m. Friday night, and then you leave 8 p.m. Sunday night, that's a good deal. How do I start the conversation? The way you said it with I, me. Hey, there's an idea that blah, blah, blah. I want to go. It excites me. I think it'll be good for us. What do you think? They're going to say no, probably, right? And then you go, okay, if you say no, but we'll come home once a month. You negotiate. You go from, you go from nothing to once a month to two times a month. And even if, even if they agree to nothing, you'll probably go back anyway two times a month because your kids will want to see them. Yeah. It's just, you know, you're bartering here a little bit. And they're young. That's the thing. Like, mom, you're young. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back in five years. This is not a permanent thing. This is just, we wanted to do this for five years. We'll be back. Yeah. All right? Oh, makes me so sad. I, I, I know it's easier said than done. I don't know your parents. I don't know what kind of relationship you have with them. I know I'm going by the outsiders. Oh, I know that that can't be true. And it's not even my, my real dad. It's my stepdad. Doesn't matter. So, doesn't matter. You're so concerned it, about hurting him. You love him. It doesn't matter what the title yeah. is. All I'm telling you is talk to them and see. In fact, call me back and tell me what they say. We don't have to be on the podcast. Just say, hey, Mo, I spoke to them. This is what they said. What do you think? And I'll chime in a little bit. But ultimately, it's really about you and how you're going to sell it. Should I, should I take them out? And then, I don't know, because I'm I, bad. I, at- okay, I think you're making this, this might be bigger than it really is. I, I, I think if you take them out, you look guilty. You look like, you know. <laughs> I think a casual <laughs> Yeah, I think a casual conversation might be best. You know when we went to the beach earlier, I was going to tell them, but I just didn't have the like That, that would have been a good time, but you can know, find you can just, find another way. I'm just not going to randomly say, "Hey, we're planning to move to Toronto." I'm not just going to say that. You, you don't say it that obnoxiously, but it's something <laughs> like that. You go, "Hey, you know what? We're thinking of moving and blah blah blah." You know that just <laughs> You're gonna be fine, please. You're gonna be fine. You will work it out. It might actually. I get the, I get the impression you're making a bigger deal than it needs to be. That's the impression I'm getting. You're overthinking it, which is nice. I would love my children to do that if they were gonna come up to me with this kind of news. Fine. You know. I'm gonna try. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Hang in there, babe. You, you, you'll, it'll, it'll be good. Trust me. Okay, I will try and see because I'm, I'm really scared, but I don't know. You have to do it anyway. I know I have to do it. Right. I'm just telling you, have. you're going to do it. I'm just telling you a way that you could possibly do it where it might work out. But you're going to do it anyway. So, I just don't like the fact that my boyfriend even like, agreed to that. <laughs> Well, I thought you said you were excited about this. Yes, I am. It's just that but why? If, if he didn't bring it up, then I wouldn't be excited about it. But, you know, well, of course. That's, that's obvious. But if you're excited about it, that means it's a good thing. So, yeah. 
make it a I good think it's time to yeah. I think it's time to try just try it out. I've yeah. been here since I came to Canada. It's yeah, I just want to experience again what GTA is like with Yep. Yeah, it's always nice to be in the city. So I'm I'm with you on that one. Thanks for the call up. All right. You're gonna All right. Thank you. Thanks, Mo. Thanks, thanks. Thanks. Bye, Mary. Bye. Bye bye. Good luck. Bye bye. Oh, I love I, I wish I, I I'm hoping my, one day my daughter calls a show like that and says, I wanna move. But I feel bad. My dad. My mom. <laughs> I hope Lucas says that, you know. I don't know what to do. I'm never going to let him go, by the way. It's impossible. There's no way they're going to go. We'll take a break when we come back. we got more of the show. You're listening to Good Times with another podcast, season six, brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Hey everyone, Mo here. You know, one of the more common questions I get on the radio, on social media, and even here on the podcast are people asking me, what's the big TV series I'm watching right now? Can I recommend a new one that everybody's going to go crazy about? But the question you guys fail to ask me is, what do I watch my series on? Well, here's the answer. I check it out on a Sharp Akos 4K Android TV. You can watch your favorite movies and series in full HD, and it has a built-in Netflix app. You can connect and command your TV easily via Google Assistant and Chromecast features. Sharp Akos 4K Android TV is your all-in-one entertainment partner. Sharp, be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. You listen to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode number 57. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. I was reading an article on CNET, which is a site that I browse every now and then. And they had a question up, uh, should I link my Instagram account to my dating apps? Now, I don't know the dating app life. The dating apps became popular when I was already very much uh, in a happy relationship with Chopper. So... I've never had the dating app experience, don't know what it's about. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of you guys. I say that all the time. That you are, if you're single and you're in your 20s and you're on Tinder, fucking A, man. That must be a great feeling. But should I link my Instagram to my dating apps was the question. And I think that's really interesting because you want people to give the most accurate representation of themselves. Now, Instagram is already kind of filtered. It has been for a long time where people just kind of pose and shit all the time over there. But at least you're not easily catfished if your Instagram account is linked to the dating apps. The dating apps, of course, are relentless for catfishing and for bullshit and all of that. So should you link your Instagram, your IG to your dating apps? Do you guys do that? Any of you? Or are you kind of scared? Because people out there are really creepy, especially if you're a girl. Like, if you're a girl and you're going to link your IG onto your dating app, that must be terrifying. But at the same time, as a guy, we would super appreciate it. Like, oh, man, she's got her Instagram. Now I could really research a little bit before we send those dick pics, right? 
So I don't know. What do you guys do? Do you link your Instagram to the dating apps? I'm going to say the majority of you, it's a no. But if everybody gets on it, then I think it might be a really, really good thing. We'll see. Uh, next caller. Let's go to James, who is 30 years old. James is in Manila, and he has a question for us. Hey, James. Welcome to the show. What's up? Next call. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Long time listener here. Oh, good. Well, thanks for finally making making it on the show, my friend. What's going on in your life? What do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I just want to uh, talk about uh, this situation. So I want to get your advice about this. Sure. So, what, what is uh, it? Yeah, here it, go- here it goes. So, so uh, yeah, I've started with my uh, new job. Yeah. So I started January this, this year. And then, so I met this uh, work, co-worker of mine. So he's nice and everything. So he's gay and I'm straight. Okay. So uh, he's very generous, helpful about the stuff. So he's been teaching me a lot of things in the office. And then um, I, I can see that he's nice to everyone. But um, because, because I'm an introvert, so I can see that he's been uh, it's like uh, penetrating this uh, barrier that I have. Yeah, because I don't really talk to uh, anyone, but I can see that he's giving an effort to talk to me. So uh, yeah, it's been nice. So he's been giving me pasalubong every every time he goes out of town, and then he he's a coworker. So, so when we he's a coworker, or he's your boss? Yeah, coworker. Okay, continue. Yeah, so so he makes this effort. So uh, he he offers me. He offers to drive me home, and then sometimes he lets me drive his car. But his our office is very close to his house, and then my my, my place is a little bit further than our office. So it's really an effort for him. But I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm, I'm just thinking that he's too nice. So it's I think he's doing it to everyone. But, is he doing? Is he doing it, or you, that, uh, you only think about it? Like you said, you think he's doing it to everyone. Is he, or is he not? I'm not sure, but he's nice in the office to everyone. So he's okay. He he, ha- he has a lot of friends in the office, but I'm not sure if he he does it to that extent to others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, and as the days goes by, so I'm thinking that. Uh, you might have you might think that this is something that I might give to him because I'm straight and I have a wife and kids already so uh, I'm kind of thinking that he might uh, fall for me or might have a crush on me and then I think that this might complicate our work relationship but then I think of it that uh, maybe he'll think that uh, I think he's better than that to 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 complicate things and then I think he will uh, he will think of our uh, professional life more but uh, fast forward I, th- I think a couple of months and then he started because we have an option to work from home and then every time I notice that every time I work from home he gets a little grumpy in our chats so he gets uh, mad for uh, very little things and then one time he got mad for me not showing up on a holiday so yeah for, for me that's a holiday so 
uh, it's automatic for me to not go to work, but he's mad that I did not give him the advance notice about that. And he's so, just, and then, again, he's uh, just your coworker. He, he's not your boss, right? Yeah. He's just a coworker. So yeah. for him and then, to get upset yeah. that you didn't give him a warning, heads up, whatever, that uh, you're not coming in today, he gets grumpy at you. I, I, I thought he was a nice guy. I, yeah. I mean, why would a nice guy get grumpy that you didn't show up? Yep, I know. But uh, I'm not sure which came first because um, because he, he, he got promoted. So uh, I didn't know which came first. The one, uh, be, him being grumpy or uh, he getting promoted. But uh, so that's that really uh, like uh, became more interesting because he got promoted. So I uh, I really have to uh, communicate with him more, but um, because even on weekends, even on uh, non-work time, he's also communicating to me. So he he's very personal. So he gives uh, personal info. So he talks yeah. about his cat and everything. So uh, because I know what his life was, so uh, I tend to to be friendly to him because he's he's nice. So uh, I also reply to him, but I keep that. Uh, safe distance between us so and that so i was just say i did not give him um the hope that there could be something more to us and is he getting upset at and that then, then you're no longer you know in his car driving him driving you home are, are you have you lessened that i did not well uh, actually he is the one who distanced himself first so one time he he filed for a leave, and then I asked him, why would you leave? Would you do something uh, outside work, or you have uh, somewhere to go to? He did not respond on my message, so uh, that's the time when I realized that he is the one... Uh, uh, Distancing like, himself as well. Creating, yeah. Okay, himself. okay, good. Well, yeah. good, right? Isn't that good? So what's the question? Uh, the question is because until now he's he's been very grumpy about little things to me, so uh, I cannot put up with this kind of attitude. So I'm thinking one option I think thought about is um, uh, talking to our uh, director that I may want to uh, uh, shift to other team, and then this another option I'm thinking is that because. Uh, before he said to me that, uh, can I uh, refer to him or give him someone uh, or hook him up with someone on a date? And then I'm thinking of uh, my other gay friends, so I've shown them to them and asked him what well, his is, preference. Well, is your gay friend, good, is he a good-looking guy? Um, I don't want you to hook him up with somebody so, so that's not like been, that good-looking. He might <laughs> feel bad. He might be more grumpy. Like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, I want you if you're going to do that. It's got to be, it's got to be worth, well, you know, good dude. Well, he, he's not bang it, but uh, he's very, I think, macho for, I think, gays uh, would like, yeah, would the, the, like that macho look. guy. You, you seem like a macho guy. I'm looking at your photo. You, you work out a little bit, yeah? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm, a little, I'm seeing a little photo of you. You're a good looking dude. 
Okay, so, and, and by the way, this is what a true in, introvert sounds like. Everybody who wants to claim introvertness, introvertedness, if that's a word. This dude, this, you sound like a fucking, you sound like you're struggling to tell this story. Not in a bad way to tell it, it's just, you, you clearly don't sound comfortable. Um, okay, so, James. I... Do you is is asking your director to change a team? Do you think that he would be insulted by that? Because I don't also want you to burn this bridge. And I, I might it might be a little bit of an overreaction. However, however, if let's just change the orientation or the genders of the people involved. If you were a girl, and he were a guy, this is a problem, right? Because a guy's taking this girl home, yeah. getting mad if he's not getting the attention he wants. And we would be like, oh, my God, this, this is a bad situation. And then let's flip it around. If you were a girl, I'm sorry, if you were a guy and this coworker was a girl and she was taking you home and all that stuff and you're married and you've got a wife and you've got children, that's scandal, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. because he's a guy and you're a guy and he's, he's, he's a gay guy, I think we're giving it a little bit more patience with it. We're like, oh, well, maybe he's mm -hmm. just being friendly. We don't want to offend them and all of that. But it sounds like he likes you. I, I, we just got to call it what it is. He, I think he's, it sounds like he's, he likes you. Now, I don't understand why he's grumpy if he's getting frustrated because he was trying his moves on you and it didn't work. So he's now like, fuck this guy. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to meddle with him or try anymore. And then he's moved on from you. That's possible. Uh, but when you say he's grumpy, yeah. what does that mean? He's rude or he's just not as warm as he used to be? Uh, this is just in, the, in our chat, in our messages. He's grumpy, so he gets a little uh, frustrated in little things. But the, the thing is, when I get to the office, when, when we first meet first thing in the morning or first time when we meet in the office, he's not that grumpy anymore. So he's talking very normal so he would say that uh this is what happened when i was driving so and everything so it's like nothing happened okay then i, I think we're when i'm in the office yeah but, let's but let's, yeah. let's settle down a little bit you you can limit the amount of texting personal stuff if you want to talk personal shit just do it at the office when you see him um how long has this been going on now um maybe four months months yeah around that but okay. uh i we we really we seldomly talk now it's just uh pure work now so we don't really chat on facebook anymore and that's a good thing right yeah it's just professional now or do you miss him do you miss the friend yeah. in him well yeah i i like him as a friend so it's nothing on me it's because uh i've been friends with uh gay so uh actually my my friend who I was going to uh, hook him up with yeah. is also, uh, my, yeah, my my gay friend, very close friend since okay. I was in high school. Well, so why don't why don't you? So yeah, everything was fine with me. Okay, why don't, listen. Try to build up the friendship again at work, but you know, know your boundaries, and I think he knows it already as well. Mm -hmm. You're an introvert. You like your personal space. You also like having him as a friend, though. Try to build that up yeah. without having to talk to him about it because that could be an awkward 
conversation. And then once you start building this friendship a little bit, then introduce him to, hey, do you want me to hook you up with a friend of mine? He's kind of, you know, he's fit, he's nice, he's funny. What do you think? You, you can start getting personal again without it being him dropping you off, him kind of upset at you if you don't check in on him with your leave days. Because I think, I think he was developing feelings for you. That would be my guess. Because yeah, I, think. I don't think that's normal to you know all of that stuff that sounds flirtatious to me and if we changed up the orientation like I said it would be a little bit more obvious if that were the case but now I think it's good because it's becoming more professional you can still find your way back to it being a bit more friendly without being flirtatious and then when you build upon that see if you can hook them up I, I think a lot of friendships start like this wherein there's an attraction from one person to another there's a realization that you're not going to be able to get the person because he's married. You, that would be you, kids. Or maybe you're not even open to that kind of guy-on-guy thing. And he's going to move on from it. But try to salvage the friendship since you seem like to you really value him as a friend. I think you don't have to talk to him about it so it's not awkward. But just kind of the body language. Don't flirt with him. But, you know, he was bringing you stuff every morning. Maybe you can bring him a cup of coffee once every you know, week or once every two weeks, just do a nice little gesture for him, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. I would try not to read too much into it, but don't do anything drastic like remove yourself from the team and all of that. I, 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 I don't think that would be good for you. Yeah, but uh, just because uh, just this week, so the director, our director left, so the, the one replacing this is uh, in the U.S., so that option is going to... Uh, I'll go away soon. Yeah. So answer this question. Are you not capable of working with this guy anymore? Um, well, I can still work with him, so we, can, we are still working great together. I wouldn't leave then if I were you. That's my opinion, but you, I wouldn't blame you if you did. I just... I don't think so. Because what if you get into a situation where you're not working well with other people? If you're working great with this guy already and it's only this, the grumpiness and whatever that you're dealing with, I don't think it's worth getting yourself pulled off the team. That's my opinion, James. But I don't know the situation and the environment as well as you do. The fact that you're even thinking about it, like getting off of the team, it sounds a little bit more serious or major. Yeah, that that was was really my uh, that was I was going to ask with the directors because I've um, I've gotten some screenshots about our conversation, so I was going to ask him is if him if I'm just being oh about this. Yeah, I so think you're. I was I going think, to ask our director about that. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't ask him. I wouldn't show him screenshots at all unless there's a really big problem. It doesn't sound like this is a really, really big problem. And I hope I'm not minimizing your feelings here. I, I don't want you to think that I don't care. I just, from the little that I know, it doesn't sound like an issue worth talking to the director about and giving him screenshots. Like, that's kind of. You can really damage a friendship by doing shit like that because that's private stuff. You know what I mean? And I don't think, it doesn't seem to me right away that this appears to be a time where you need to go to the director showing screenshots. I I don't know. I I don't like that move too much. Not for this. 
James. You know, I think you're going to create a, a, a you okay. might create an enemy out of that. And I wouldn't want you to do that since parang okay naman and he's just grumpy. Hindi naman siya bastos. Hindi naman siya, hindi ka naman binubuli, di ba? It's just grumpy. I don't think it's worth, I don't think it's worth moving on for grumpy. All right? Uh, yeah, I, I really want to, want to salvage your friendship, but I, I, on my part, I was kind of mad now because uh, I finally leave for my birthday, but he, he greeted me on that afternoon, but later on that day, he, he messaged me with, uh, with, he messaged me again and being grumpy again, knowing that it's my birthday and I'm on leave. So why would he uh, chat me all of, all of the things that, saying that this, this kind of uh, work is unacceptable and also, and so, kind of so pinagalitan ka in a professional manner, not in a friendship manner. Uh, yeah. Okay, then that's different. Uh, I would say if you're if you're in a professional manner getting reprimanded, and it's making you uncomfortable and not happy with your position, then yes, sure, you can ask for a transfer. I still wouldn't show screenshots unless maybe the director asks for something. But I wouldn't go into his office armed with your phone going, eto, eto yung problema. I would just be more subtle about it and say, oh, you know, I, I don't, I, I think I'd be more effective working on a different team if you're willing to do that. Because, yeah, if you're taking a leave and he's getting mad at you for the leave and not in a flirtatious way, in a more serious, this is not acceptable work, blah, 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 then, then yeah, that's kind of fucked up. And I would, I would consider moving. You see, it's different. It's different for each. Like, I don't understand too much what's going on here because I'm not living it. But from the little I know, if he's giving you a hard time professionally for something that you're entitled to, which is leave, then, yeah, medyo, medyo foul. Yeah. Okay. And, my, and, yeah, and my wife knows about this too, so... Because he, I, I tell him all about all about this stuff. So yeah. he's, she's kind of mad too that on my birthday he would message me something like that. And then I'm on leave. Yeah. So yeah. she doesn't like that kind yeah. of attitude. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then, just as long as I don't want you to put your job at risk for for something like this, then and if you're comfortable with talking to the director, then I'm I'm all for it. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Right. Thanks. Yep. You have a good day, sir. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, he sounds so gentle. I was going to say fragile, but gentle. Good guy, though. Like James. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. You listen to Good Times, more of the podcast, season six. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Hey, good timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. 
So it's 2019. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV but all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones, and Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Hey, good timers. I want to tell you about Shopback. Shopback is all about earning money while shopping, booking, and ordering online. You use Shopback before you shop, and then you can get cash back from stores like Shopee, Lazada, Zalora, Sephora, Food Panda, Booking.com, Airbnb, uh, Traveloka, so many more. And on top of the cashback, you can also get other deals, exclusive voucher codes, and discounts within the platform. Now, Shopback is available on desktop, mobile app, Chrome extension, and you can find it in countries like Singapore, Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, Taiwan, Australia, and of course, our very own Philippines. So what's cashback? Well, cashback is real cash, real money, your money that you get every time you make a purchase through Shopback. And you can withdraw this via bank transfer, Gcash, or PayPal. And remember, these are not points. This is hard-earned money for people who shop smart just like you. So how does it work? Well, when you make a purchase at one of the merchant stores, let's say Airbnb, and for example, there's an offer there that says 6% cash back. It means that we will reward you with 6% of whatever you purchase on that store. So this cashback will be credited to your Shopback account, and it can be then paid or withdrawn to your bank account as and when you choose. So do this. Sign up on shopback.ph slash motwister, because if you put shopback.ph slash motwister, you get 100 bucks. Signing bonus, right? And that will get you on your way. Remember, you're going to buy this stuff anyway. You're going to go shopping. You might as well go shopping through Shopback so you can get some of your money back to you. That's how you do it smart. Chopper and I go crazy about this stuff. So check out Shopback now. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, brought to you by Sharp Philippines here at the Kumu Podcast Studios. I thought instead of taking the regular call here in this segment, we'll get in touch with a writer, a Filipino writer, who had a book released fairly recently 
called How to Attract Women If You're Not That Attractive. Now, I think this is a pretty relevant call because we talk a lot about attracting the opposite sex, getting into relationships, having crushes, having people you like at the office, kind of getting involved in the dating game. All of that stuff is related to some of the literature that you're going to hear or at least talk about with a writer named Enrique Voltaire, who is 41. He is from New York. And he's currently in the Philippines, Enrique. Is that right? You're you're in uh, yes. Manila. All right. Well, thank, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for reaching out and, you know, touching base. I know that uh, a podcast like this, especially what we talk about, is right up your alley in terms of what your book is about. So I want to welcome you on the program, man. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you very much, Mo. Great to be here. All right. So, uh, Enrique, listen, I'll be honest. When it comes to people... Who, and it's it might even <clears throat> come off odd because this is a advice show for love and all of that. But when it comes to people who come out with material about how to score women, I always kind of cringe initially because I go, man, I'm going to pick up this and it's going to be bullshit. And mm-hmm. I've not had the chance to read your book because I've only gotten in touch with you. How, wh- where do you come up with just the idea of go, I'm going to write a book on how to score women. Because because I'm I'm assuming you get the fine line, right? The fine line of coming off as, ooh, that might be a little douchey, to, no, you know what? Mm -hmm. This is legitimate stuff for people who might be striking out. And I really want to help them. So it's a very thin line, Enrique. We've got a lot of guys in the Philippines who come up with workshops, and manuals, and it comes off as fucking horrendous. But, <laughs> I've seen it. But, but they're dumbasses. And you're a teacher. You teach mm-hmm. English. So you're yeah. educated. You sound educated, I've, though I've not given you the chance to speak yet. But I know you are. Um, where do you go? You know what? I'm going to come out with a book. It's going to be effective. It's not going to be douchey. All of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me tell you my, uh, my story. Um, I was a virgin in high school. I yeah. mean, I'm a, I'm a short Pinoy growing up in New York City, so I'm competing with the white guys, the black guys, the Spanish guys, all who are taller than me. I'm not even tall for – I'm not even a short for Pinoy. I'm super short. I'm like five foot two. Okay. Couldn't score. Yeah, that's couldn't short. find a date in high school. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, short too. I'm short too, but I mean, yeah, so I, oh. get, I get you. I'm 5'5". Five five, yeah. I'm tiny. And <laughs> I, I, I look smaller than 5'5", five five, so I'm with you, brother. Yeah. We're, we're, we're in this so. together. So, yeah, tell me yeah. more. So uh, I couldn't date a girl in high school. Couldn't date a girl in college. Uh, I get a job. I'm making salary. I, I still can't date a girl. And uh, my brother, who's like eight years younger than me, is like, I'm 24. He's 16. He has his girlfriend. And I'm like, what, what the hell? You know, I'm all alone in the house. I, I have no one to date. And then I had an epiphany. And uh, I had a deep thought. And the deep thought was, how am I going to get to date girls? And the next thought was, well, what are you good at? And the next thought was, I'm good at school. Sure. And then I had a self-conversation. I said, why am I good at school? Like many Asian people, I'm good at school. Yeah. So then the answer was, well, I'm good in school because they give me a bunch of books to read. I read them, and then I just apply whatever I learned. So the light bulb went off in my head, and I said, wait, there's got to be a bunch of books on how to date girls. So I went to Barnes & Nobles, the bookstores, and uh, I, I just started reading all the books I could on how to date women. And some stuff worked and some didn't. The, the best book I ever read was a book actually called How to Succeed with Women 
by Ron Lewis and David Copeland. And uh, the one of the first rules over there was you can't be the girl's friend. And that was earth shattering for me because I was like, oh, my God, that's what I try to do all the time. That's what I do. You see. Yeah. Well, you've had a lot of luck and you're probably a lot better looking to me. You got three inches on me. (laughs) But (laughs) but uh, (laughs) what I did was, um, yeah, back to you can't make the girl your friend. You watch a bunch of Filipino movies and it's always the guy likes the girl, but he doesn't say anything. And he thinks that he's going to hang around with her. And one day she'll realize that he's the one and they'll have a romantic kiss after two hours. And I've been that guy in high school and college. I I, I like a girl. I'm nice to them. I talk to them. Uh, I'm there for them when they need me. And then the f- rule number one in that book, How to Succeed with Women, was you can't be the girl's friend. So that's rule number one in my book in that don't commit to a girl unless she's your girlfriend. A lot of times, especially Asian guys, you know, we're very polite and we, we, mind, we mind our manners. And in America, a lot of guys, you know, they just go walk to, they just walk up to girls and they say, "Hey, what's up? How you? How's it going?" Wait, 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 wait. So, not- so, so, I, I, let me just kind of let's take it. I, I love this. I love that you brought up your rule. And do you believe in that rule? Because you said you read oh. that, but is that your go-to? Don't be their friend. That was the rule that changed my life. After I realized that, I didn't waste any time talking to girls anymore. I would just look at a girl, you know, have some conversation and say, hey, you know, you're a nice girl. Can I get your number? We can hang out sometime. And right away, you know if, if they like you or not. Enrique. <laughs> yes. But Enrique, you, what kind of girls are we looking at here? Because, first of all, I have a problem with that first rule. I, I don't mm. agree, okay? And... I've never written a manual on how to attract women. I've never asked a girl for her number. I've never asked a girl out on a date. Wow. I've never made the first move. So I might not be the right guy to, to criticize that rule as number one. But we'll get to that in a sec. Sure. The, the women that you're asking out, okay? Because yes. when, when you say how to attract women, well, there are different kinds of women. If we're going to be the guy, quote unquote, well, there are different levels of there are hot chicks, there are nice chicks there are maybe not so hot chicks there are you know ugly chicks i mean we can go ahead and be kind of piggy about it but there are different types of women as there are different types of men is this a blanket statement don't be a friend to any of the ones you like but what if i like kate upton what if i like emily redajowski this is you, you get what i mean it's like it's always worked for me to be a friend well, to them and work and play the long game. I play the long well, game. Well, look, the book is How to Attract Women If You're Not That Attractive. I'm 5'2". <laughs> I, and uh, just to let you know, you don't, it, don't look desperate when you're trying to ask for the number. I mean, say you, you work at a call center, right? <laughs> and I think you did work at a call center once. but. Me? Did you? No, yeah, no, I, no. I read that somewhere else. Oh, no, 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 I've never. You know, I, can't I've, believe I've, any. No, it's fine. It's fine. I've been a radio DJ my since I was seventeen. <laughs> since I was five. Can't two. believe anything online. Yes, yeah, totally. But can. anyway, but it, it's fine. I, I get it. Like if you if you yeah. work at a call center, you might be a little bit more. You're, you're not going to ask the girl the, the first time. You know, you, you might get say you're a new time work. You're you're a new worker there. You, you probably spot the the five girls look over there, and and you know that you want to talk to them. So you're probably going home. You're writing their names down. You, what they like. This is actually what I had to do. I had to write down what the girls' names are, what's their birthday, what they like. So I keep track of it, like, who like, who knows what. And then uh, eventually, say you're stuck with one of the girls, Marie. You're, you're working late, 
And then uh, afterwards you're done, you ask Marie, what are you going to do now? She's like, oh, I'm just going to go home. You can ask Marie, this is very innocent. Are you hungry? And Marie might say, yeah, I'm starving. You can just ask Marie, hey, you want to go to Starbucks and grab, you know, grab an ensamada or something? It's very innocent. You're not asking Marie out on a date. You're just saying, do you want to grab some ensamada and just hang out for like five minutes? If Marie says yes, you know, that's a good sign. And then you eat with her and you talk to her and then you find out more information about her. And then, you know, maybe the next day, you know, you go somewhere else or something. But and, but if, the thing is, if you never ask Marie for that one ensamada, you're not going to know. So Right, but it still doesn't hit the don't be a friend point. I, I get what you're saying. Be assertive. And there are a yeah. lot of women, I think, that like assertive men. Maybe men who are not shy. I am very shy. I'm, not, again, not one to ask a girl out. They would maybe, at least historically... We would see females kind of wait for a guy to approach them, ask them out on a date. Those times are changing. They're not long gone, but they're definitely changing. Oh, yeah. Females hmm. a lot more assertive these days. But it doesn't and, – and if we can just kind of take rule number one again, don't be their mm-hmm. friend. This is the advice that I give and I've been giving for eight fucking years now is be their <laughs> friend. And I've been – like again, like I've said, successful playing the slow game. And what is the slow mm-hmm. game? Being their friend, being yes. there, being in sight and in mind, um, proving yourself to be a foundational piece in their life. And then when that starts to happen, it starts to develop. From develop, you get into romance. And from romance, boom, she's your girlfriend. That's That has worked for me and only mm-hmm. me, okay? I'm yes. sure there are quite a few people out there that's worked for them, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that's worked it's worked for them to be assertive and to ask out on dates right away and to ask for a girl for her phone number and come up to her and say she's beautiful. I've never mm-hmm. fucking done that. I'm terrified of that. I never will do that. I have a wife. She's stunning. But at the same time, yes. prior to, mm-hmm. to her, I've done rather well with people I think has no business dating a guy that looks like me. Now, whether you, whether you and I, if I'm better looking than you or you're better looking, it doesn't matter. We're, we're not the most attractive men. And yet, historically, humility aside, I've dated girls that I have no fucking business dating, period. And I did it because well, I was a friend. Well, look, I'll tell you. There's, a, there's an author in America named James Altucher. And uh, one of the things he says is all advice is autobiographical. And you exactly. got another motivational speaker who says that, you know, be a student, not a follower. So, you know, I failed miserably from high school to college doing the friend route. And uh, I took it another direction. And uh, I was very successful in another direction. And, and, and you know, listen, it, it may be a cultural thing. It, yeah, slightly, it, it, it may be too. in, yeah, in sure. New York where, I've again, I said this on the show some episodes back, I was in New York taping a, a doing a TV show for for NBA TV, and I was talking to some of the staff there who were Americans, like American Americans, not Filipinos, right? Americans, and they were saying in a, in a New York culture, at least, you know, you get a you get a guy to say hi to you online. He's got a dick pic already sent in two to three messages. That doesn't happen in the Philippines. Filipinos no, don't, I, don't, I don't that. yeah, they don't do the dick pics right away. Maybe some of them will oh, dick pic it eventually, <laughs> but we don't fucking we don't I dick pic you. you. <laughs> yeah, like, no, we don't dick pic you in, in 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 three messages, right? So maybe it's cultural <laughs> no. that in New York it has worked for you to be a little bit more assertive. I think in the Philippines, which 
the great majority of our listeners, not the great majority of our, our listeners are in the Philippines, but are Filipinos. I'm not sure if that's as effective. Now, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying what works for you, great. What works for me, great. What I continue to tell people is to be a friend. And if that's your number one rule, I'm intrigued why. Um, well, I, you, you, wait, you did say something, though. Yeah. yeah. And you said, what did I do well? And I, I was great in books and, and in school and whatever. One of my pieces of advice on this show when it comes to attracting women is I say, be an expert at something. Because if you're not oh, very yeah. good looking and you might not have a ton of coin, you're not super <laughs> <Yeah>. rich, <laughs> you're going, shit, I'm ugly, I'm not wealthy, what am mm-hmm. I? And I say, be an expert. Be an expert at something. And the analogy, not the analogy, the explanation I use and I've used for years is you can get a guy, go up on stage with a guitar. He can be the ugliest fucking dude around. And if he is very good at his craft, he can command the room. And once you command the room, there's an attractive quality about that. Now, sure, it's a little cliche that he's a musician because musicians are just generally attractive. But I think Mm. if you're an expert at a topic, an expert at a skill, it somehow can translate to attraction. Yeah, because you're passionate about something, and girls feed off that. They, they, you're credible. They want a guy who knows what he wants, yeah. Well, uh, see, I'm not sure if they like a guy who knows what he wants, but more they like a guy who can be impressive. And yeah. that goes both ways. Like, oh, like we, 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 we can, we might not be as attracted physically or sexually or even romantically to a female who can command the room with a guitar if she's not mm-hmm. super hot. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Guys are very visual and, and whatnot. Yeah. But, but any kind of expertise is really, really attractive. And I think for yeah. women, more than men, they like a guy who can do something really well. Yeah, I read about that too. I, one of the first books I got was called The Passive Man's Guide to Seduction. Like, what do you do if you're a passive guy? And one of the rules was be passionate about something. And it gave the example of these two nerdy guys that couldn't that had trouble talking to girls. So what they did is because they were passionate about chess, they used to bring their chess board to the bar and just hang out and play chess. And before you know it, women would start to hang around them like, what are you doing? And the guys would explain, we're playing chess, this moves this way. And they would be attracted to the women because they were in their own element. They were showing that they were passionate about something, and passion is sexy to a lot of women. So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 spot on in that. I look so there. We agree there. Give me some other stuff. Yeah. Give me, give me a couple more. And I, I'm sorry, I'm so long-winded and so chatty, but I, I want to hear maybe a couple other rules if you don't mind. Oh, uh, one of them off the top of my head is go on vacation. And uh, I, I in college, I went to Queens College in New York City. One class, I, the best class I ever took was called Interpersonal Communications. The guy teaches you, professor teaches you how to talk to people. And he said, a lot of people hook up on vacation, which is probably some of the reason I've had success in the Philippines. Sure. Because they're not afraid to be themselves. They're leaving anyway, so they take more chances and they're themselves and they don't care. And 
a lot of women gravitate to that because, like I like I mentioned before, when you're at work, you, your guard is up a little bit because you don't shit where you eat. You're gonna see these people yeah. uh, again. But when you're on vacation, you know you can see a pretty girl and just say, "Hey, how are you?" If she rejects you, it's like, "Who cares? I'm not gonna see her anyway. I'm leaving the country." And I guess that was one of my spiels in the Philippines. Like, "Hey, hey, how are you? I'm on vacation. Yeah, you know, can I take you out?" Because and for me, there was no pressure because if she says yes, great. I had a date in the Philippines, and the Filipino women are beautiful. And if she rejected me, it's like, all right, who cares? I'm on vacation. I'm not going to see you again. Let me talk to somebody else. And, yeah, that's um, still too bold for me, man. I wish I had your courage. I can't pull yeah. that shit off. I'm, I'm way too shy to, to just go up and go, I'm not going to see you anyway. It's just I always – I'm – I'm terrified about rejection. It, it, man. it took a lot of it took a lot of practice. Uh, I I had a, an uncle had a 50th birthday party in Intercontinental in Makati, and uh, I I couldn't really like I wasn't really having a good time. I mean, it's older people, and uh, most of them spoke Tagalog, so I took a walk to Outback Steakhouse, and uh, I spoke to the bartender. Uh, and, I, and I took her out. And then when that failed, I spoke to another waitress at Outback and I spoke to another waitress. And I, I just kind of like crossed out everybody at Outback. But it was just I, I didn't care. Like I said, I was leaving. So, so <laughs> what's, the, what's the success rate? If, if, if you can even put yes. it into a number, are you? I can tell you. Yeah. How often do you get a date if that's even the goal? I, I'll ask you what the goal is after. Answer this. What is the goal when you're going mm-hmm. up to women? And... How successful are you at it? Okay, I'm married now, so when I was single, this was yeah. a success for me. Uh, I grew up at a time when some, there was, they didn't have Facebook, they had AOL, which you had chat sure. rooms, sure. and you had to talk to random people without looking at them. So my numbers were probably estimated. If I, I am 100 girls, age, sex, location, because that's the first thing you would sure. say all the time, yeah. um, maybe 30, 30 of them would get back to me. Now, of those 30 that would get back to me, maybe uh, only, maybe not even 30 would get back. Say 20 would get back to me, and uh, 10 would have a conversation. Of those 10, maybe uh, four of them would agree to give me their phone number, and we would talk. And of those four, maybe uh, three of them would agree to hang out. So my numbers were, if I, am, if I instant message 100 random girls, I would probably get three 3%, dates. 3%. Yeah, which is bad. And everybody's that's enough a, to write a book? Different. Well, <laughs> I've, uh, you know what? 3% is pretty bad, but if I, I, if I spoke to 1,000 girls in my lifetime, then I dated 30 girls. And if you, from a guy dating zero to dating 30 girls in like two years, that's enough to write a book. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's, you, you can also write a book of how to... How to fail 97% of the time with women. Okay, well, uh, well, look, let me tell you a story, all right? Yeah. You fall in love with a girl, all right? What's sure. your dream at the end? Uh, well, I mean, if you're in love with a girl, then as, yeah. as a girl in love with a boy, you want it to last forever. Exactly. I, I married my first girlfriend. My, I, I, went to, I was on one of these runs out, of, out back, and I met the most beautiful woman in the world in Mega Mall. And uh, I was being myself. I said, you know, I think I said, uh, this is smooth. You'll love this. <laughs> there was a band playing downstairs, which sure. sometimes happens in the, in the Philippines. Yeah, in the balls, especially on weekends. Yep. Today. Yep. So... I spoke to like other women before that. I, I was looking for a date for a concert because I just said to myself, I'm going to find a date for this concert in the mall. So there she was, angel in disguise. She said, come on in, sir. We're having a sale today. 
I said, sure. You know, she, she went on. She said, oh, I said, you know, that's all right. I did my shopping in Thailand already. She's thinking, yeah, whatever. Is this guy lying? So I said, who's the band playing downstairs? And she said, oh, I'm not sure. So I said, what kind of music do you like? And she said, I like alternative. And I said, well, do you like the performers from Filipino Idol, which was big at that time? She's like, yeah, they're okay. And I said, oh, I happen to have two tickets. And she was like, are you I was a me? judge <laughs> on Philippine Idol. If you oh, know. yeah. So I probably saw you. <laughs> was it a sour a couple of times. Then. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, how old are you? Because, you know, Pinoy, I looked really young. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm 24. I'm on vacation. No, I wasn't even 24. I was like 25 at the time. Whatever. I'm on vacation. And uh, you seem like a nice girl. Can I take you out? And she said, I, I can't go out. But you seem like a decent guy. Here's my number. So... Monday, she texted me. She's like, I'm free today. So I hang out with her. And when she was talking to me, I just, there felt like, there, it felt like fate. Because she's like, I never had a boyfriend before. She's a, girl, she's a gorgeous woman girl. And I said, I never had a girlfriend before. And she said, uh, my cousin in Canada came over, you know, last week. And I said, oh, my, my cousin from Canada. I have a cousin in Canada, too. And she's like, I have family in Queens. I have family in Queens. And you know, I just felt like, oh, my God, was this meant to be? You know, do you cook? Do you clean? She's like, yeah, 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 all that. Um, I had a flight out that Thursday, but I said, I asked her, hey, I got a flight on Thursday, but I really like you. I want to spend more time with you. You want to be my girlfriend? And she says, yes. I don't know why, but she says, yes. So this is how cheap I am. It's $150 to suspend the flight. So when she said yes, I knew I could spend put in the money to suspend the flight like a few days later. Sure. So she's my girlfriend on Tuesday. On Wednesday, she meets my aunt on Thursday. I meet her mom and dad on Friday. It's, I say I love you. Saturday, I propose, and here I am 15, later, 15 years later in her house in Manila with her cousin from Toronto, you know, staying but, with but, us. But as, as and, and so it worked out. And I was okay, like, wow. It worked out, worked. but that is reckless fucking dangerous it, and it full is, it on is. fucking stupid, right? <laughs> yes, now, yes, it yes. has worked out for you. That. So you are don't the exception it. to the rule, in yes. my opinion, right? You don't mm -hmm. ever, ever fucking do that. And oh. and, and it works it works for you, and that's awesome. And, and I guess there are people out there who, I don't know if it was you're just super high on <laughs> finally having a girlfriend and yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I got to propose to this girl because this is the, the you know the one time but I just don't understand how mm -hmm. and then again I'll go back to it'd be kind of a bit dangerous if we told people hey listen yeah just go out there and just shoot 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 and you're gonna miss yeah, miss 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 <laughs> i don't know because the but label you yeah, you listen, you're, you're 41 I, you're 41 i'm 41 yeah. right and in mm -hmm. 2019 at least sa pilipinas no you do that you get labeled as a fuck boy and the moment you get labeled as a fuck boy that's a death sentence for your re reputation and the and that's why <laughs> in america I, Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you have you you yeah, have twenty exactly. million people in New York City. We have twenty million people. But the dateable amount of that twenty million is is minuscule, right? So mm -hmm. you, the moment you get a reputation, and I'm it's funny because I'm speaking about Manila and the Philippines. I'm not even there, but I talk to them every day on the radio show on this, and I grew up there to a certain extent. Yes. If you do that, you get a reputation. Once you get Labeled a fuckboy, meaning a guy that just goes 
Look, you said you went to Outback. You hit on the bartender. She knocked you out. You hit on the waitress. She knocked you out. You hit on the other way. She knocked you out. In these days, you do that, you will fucking be labeled a stalker, fuckboy, or something awful, Wait, and you're never going to get on. a date. But you're not sleeping with them. I, I, you I know, talk to them. If they reject you, you move on to another girl. But once you're in a relationship, you don't yeah, go okay, after other right, women. Right, right. But okay, then slash loser. Okay. It's him. It's the guy that's asking every single fucking girl out. And it becomes, wait a minute, he's not asking us out for me. He's asking him us out for him, which is what we're all doing anyway. But now you've just made it so obvious. So Well, what, ha- what happens sometimes is that, say, you go to girl, and I, I've seen this happen. You go to girl A, B, A, B, and C. They all say no. All right, then you go to girl D, and then you actually get into a relationship, and you're dating. You know what A, B, and C start to think? They start thinking, you know what? I probably should have given this guy a chance because she looks happy. Uh, of and course, happy. of course, and that's how animals work. And I've yeah. brought <laughs> yeah. this up in the sh- on the show a hundred thousand times that yes, there are a large population of women that date guys based on validation that other women have given them. And oh, that's yeah. and that's why I think married men do so well in infidelity is because <laughs> they're validated. Somebody thought that they were worthwhile. Wow. Let me give this a chance. What am I missing here? And then they go out and then they fucking find out on their own and before you know it, they got a dick in their mouth and it's bad news <laughs> because that guy's married. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, there's, there's, there's truth to that. However... Striking out that much, and I'm only telling telling you this, yeah. As a, you know, personally, striking out that much is not something I'm willing to fucking do. And there are other guys out there that are. And if I saw them, I would go up to them and say, "Hey, brother, slow down, slow down," mm-hmm. because you're starting to get a little bit of a name for yourself. The name is a again, fuck boy. B loser. C flirt or you know, Baba Ero or whatever you want to throw in there. Mm-hmm. And once you get that, man, that's a stink that's hard to wash off. And whether I'm, I'm maybe I'm a little old school. I'm not sure if I'm old school or not. We get a bunch of young kids here calling the show and it's same fucking problem. I just, I don't know. I, I'm, well, I'm not in agreement. Let agreements. me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. Would, say you are labeled as a fuck boy. What's more important what everybody thinks about you or what you think about yourself knowing that you're a good guy and you have a lot to It offer. doesn't matter because if my point is to score or to get on dates, it doesn't matter if I think I'm a good guy. All that matters is how successful am I in dating women and how successful am I dating attractive women and I'm not that attractive. Now, my success rate for dating attractive women, and I'm an ugly fucker, is 100%. And the reason why it's 100%, and again, I apologize for the douchiness of my claim, but it's because I play the long game. There is not one person that I really liked that I did, that I struck out on. And some, wow. of, that, some of that investment is years. Like, I look at a girl, I'm like, holy shit, she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Now, obviously, I'm exaggerating because there are other beautiful women out there. But you know what? She is way out of my league. And the only way I'm going to score here is by not to get labeled a fuckboy, not to go out and hit on other girls. It's to play the long game. And it's not a game in, in, in the 
pickup artist style. I'm talking about it's long. It's investment, time, ton of effort, you know, showing mm-hmm. off your skill set that you're best at without coming off as a show off. It's all of that shit. And it's mm-hmm. worth. And it's worked. But but again, I haven't had 15 girlfriends. I haven't been on 30 dates like you have. I've been on five, six, seven, but there's seven of the pretty most desirable people you'll come across. And I'm that's sure. what works for me. You're like Mayweather. I was like the Washington Generals of the who played the Globetrotters. Well, no, because Mayweather's got an impressive number. I'm he's 50 and 0 is fucking still 50 and 0. I and I'm not You're 70. 50 I'm not <laughs> that's, 50 and 0. That's pretty good. Right. But yeah, maybe seven and zero with seven first round KOs. I don't know. But it, all I'm saying is, we are at a difference of opinion mm-hmm. when it comes to how to attract women. Oh, the, I yeah. I don't think that you're wrong in any capacity whatsoever. I just don't think that would work for me. And I think there are a lot of people out there it won't work for as well. But there's equally, mm-hmm. even probably even well more than equally, you're gonna have a majority of people that still kind of think a guy who's assertive and who asks girls out for their number and their, f- and, you know, fucking coffee and whatever, that that's cool. And, and oh. I, I just don't think it's a universal rule. Oh, and, no, and, def- I, and I don't think you ever claimed it to be. It's just, oh. mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's dangerous for guys like me. There's no way I'm going to be able to get a girl. And now, of course, my standard for female is so high because of... Again, sorry, the resume, but uh-huh. but you know, it's it's worked for me. It's worked for me. All all advice is autobiographical. Just remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's why. But but again, I am very open to be corrected. I'm completely aware that guys out there that are assertive are successful. Absolutely, hundred percent. Absolutely, there are guys out there that do this. What you're talking about and do well, it's just, I have a problem with the phrase, don't be their friend. To me, that's just fundamentally off. Now, it doesn't mean you can't be their friend and still hit on a bunch of chicks. You can still do that. Fuck yeah, absolutely. It's just, man, to say the line, Mm -hmm. don't be their friend, I'm like, wow, like that's, that's, that's my mantra, dude. Like, that's worked. (laughs) It's worked so well, and it's weird to me. But Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what else is in the book. It's called How to Attract Women If You're Not That Attractive. You can get it on online, Amazon maybe? It's on Amazon. Amazon, awesome. It's on Amazon. Um, Enrique Voltaire is the author, and he's here with us tonight. Anything else, Enrique, you want to throw out there before we wrap this up? Uh, anything else I want to throw out there? Uh, the most beautiful women in the world in the Philippines. There you go. That's all I. That's all I can say. That's very kind of you. It's very kind of you to say. It's a, it's a bit of a Homer statement. Um, because obviously you're Filipino, and to a certain extent, yeah, absolutely, I would agree with you. But I've come to, I've, I don't say an acquired taste, but I like the the biracial Filipino mixed with some thing, kind of like the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like. I think the more you have in the genetic pool, it, uh-huh. it's always more. I guess for me, go wow, like that. She's she's beautiful. She's yeah, four. I think different, that's what made us beautiful. Yeah, she's <laughs> four or five different things. Right? Yeah. It, no, you're you're hundred percent right. So, um, cool. Thanks. Thanks for being on. I appreciate. Oh, thank you very much. It. And for sharing, you know, 
your your life with us and then of course the book absolutely check it out everybody because if you if you've been if you've been successful the way enrique has been successful then a book like this right up your alley so thanks brother appreciate it thank you thank you very much all right have a good day sir enjoy the rest of your vacation and maybe i'll bump into you in new york uh, my wife and i we frequent new york uh quite a bit so that would be cool anything i'm only a phone call away sounds good <laughs> let me know thanks brother All appreciate right. it take care bye-bye bye-bye there you go it is enrique voltaire there with his take on how to attract women which again i disagree with but there might be other stuff there that i will agree with he didn't come off as pua which is nice you know like you gotta target this girl you gotta fuck her and leave you know it's none of that shit which is nice it's it's really about a lot about dating or getting dates, scoring dates, which many of you guys might have a problem with, and he might help. We'll take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. You're listening to Good Times and More, the podcast, season six, brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister, or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Hey everyone, I just want to say thank you for listening to today's podcast episode here at Good Times with Mo, the podcast season six. Of course, I record this in the Kumu Podcast Studios, but the Kumu exposure just doesn't end there. Check out the app. You'll find a bunch of live streaming artists. The community is powered by musicians, DJs, artists, educators, and everyday Filipinos sharing their stories around the world through their own live stream channels. You can earn money from that. You can also earn money from game shows. You can play stuff like Quizmojo, which is a ton of fun and can get you some serious cash. You can also win prizes like trips to Boracay or cell phones. Kumu's got it all. It's fun, it's interactive, and you can make some coin. Check out Kumu at the App Store. It's absolutely free. And we'll see you here at the Kumu Podcast Studios for our next episode. Thanks, Kumu. Thanks, everybody else. See you next time.